Hello, and welcome to another 9-Minute Bible Study. Our starting point, Acts chapter 2, and let's start with verse 38. And Peter said unto them, Who is the them? The them would be those who heard the sermon on the day of Pentecost. These were the witnesses of what took place. The disciples, the believers, they spoke in languages that they had no business speaking in. What did they say? The wonderful works of God. The people were curious. Then what happened? Peter preached unto them the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now they asked the question, what must we do? Peter said what? Repent to change from not believing that Jesus is the Christ to believing that Jesus is the Christ. In this case, they would also be believing that Jesus died on the cross for their sins and that God raised Jesus from the dead. A complete change in their stance regarding Jesus. The next part of this, repent, and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus for the remission of sins. In this case, a change from the baptism of John, which many of them experienced, to now being baptized in Jesus, what we would call Christian baptism, what we will see in further detail in Acts, the 19th chapter. What's the end result of all of this? Remission or complete pardon from sin. So those who changed regarding Jesus, those who received complete pardon of sin, what could they receive at the end of the verse? The gift of the Holy Ghost. So let's make sure we know what we're looking at here. Repent. A change from believing that Jesus was not the Christ to believing that Jesus is the Christ, believing that God raised Jesus from the dead. What would be the end result? Remission or complete pardon of sin. Also, let me throw in one more. The receiving of the baptism of the Holy Ghost. They could receive this same Holy Ghost if they believe in Jesus. So what does this tell us? It tells us that if one wants to receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost, first, they must believe in the Christ, the cross, the resurrection. Then their sins will be pardoned or gone. Those who can receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost, they must be pardoned of their sins, and that comes only through what? A faith in the Christ, the cross, the resurrection. Verse 39. For the promise is unto you. This would be all of those who are hearing this sermon on the day of Pentecost. But who else? And to your children, that would be the rest of Israel. And to all that are afar off. I don't think Peter understood the deepness of that statement when he made it. He will understand this by Acts chapter 10. Those who are afar off, that would be the Gentiles. Those who at this point 
were on the outside of the promises of God, who, by the time the gospel is preached to them, will be inside the promises of God. What would they receive? The promise of the baptism of the Holy Ghost is for all those who are afar off. This will be fulfilled beginning in Acts 10. This would be for the Gentile believers in Jesus. Do not believe anyone who says that these promises are not for the church today. Because Peter is clear, those who are afar off. And we can definitely say, compared to where Peter was on the day of Pentecost, we, 2,000 years later, were definitely afar off. But we had been brought near by the blood of Jesus, and because we had been brought near by the blood of Jesus, we can receive this promise. Verse number 40. And with the many other words did he testify, testify of who? Jesus, and exhort to build up, to teach the word of God, saying, Save yourself from this untoward generation. This is a separation from the generation that they were in to be part of the generation of the righteous the generation who had called themselves Christians. If you look at the here and now, would you say it's basically the same message? To separate from the world, to separate from those who oppose Christianity, and to come to Jesus, and he will save us in all of our time from our sins? The message hasn't changed. The audience, we might think it's changed, but it really hasn't. The audience is still to all those who have not yet believed in Jesus. They hear the message, they can be saved. Verse 41, the good news. Then they that gladly received his word were baptized, and the same day they were added unto them about three thousand souls. In the course of 53 days, the apostles, they were hiding, afraid that they would be arrested on the same night that Jesus was arrested. 53 days later, they are in a new situation where 3,000 people were saved. What changed? One, God raised Jesus from the dead. Two, they received the message from Jesus, the message of the Christ across the resurrection. Two, they received the power of the Holy Ghost. And three, they were committed to their cause. Now, let's look at the here and now. First, those who have been led to Jesus. The infilling of the Holy Ghost, as seen in John 20. This gives us a passion we did not have before. A commitment to preaching the gospel, just like these in Acts 2 had. A commitment to preach the gospel. Second, we have the message. The message of the gospel. The Christ, the cross, the resurrection. 
And number three, we have the power, the baptism in the Holy Ghost. With these three things, the commitment, with the message, with the power. Just like those in Acts 2 presented the gospel message and saw results. Those in our time who are committed, who have the message, and who have been empowered will be able to do the same thing. To preach the gospel, to operate in Holy Ghost power, and to see results that even our best dream could not have expected. It comes with a commitment, with the message, and with the power. And we will pick up with this